you guys season two uh we're back uh, it feels so weird i know like uh, i almost forgot how to podcast <laughs> i'm like i'm like what am i doing here how do i how do i introduce what is our show called <laughs> um well you got season two of watch or not with jay and mj coming at you i'm jay i'm mj uh, so we had to take a little bit of a break just because holidays, you know, blah, just stuff to do. Tons oh, of stuff. everything. Even with COVID still going on, you know, we just needed like a mental break. We hadn't had a break. Well, <laughs> and we I'm an uncle now. Like, oh, yes, yes, yes. Yeah. Congratulations. That's awesome. I, it's weird. They call me Uncle Hugh. Hugh? Because everybody abbreviates Matthew as Matt. And then my sister-in-law was like, you know what? Why does no one do the second half of the name? We're going to call you Uncle Hugh. Hmm. Well, I don't even call you what your real name is. So there's that. <laughs> so okay. who am I to judge? Um, so yeah, um, but we have a, a ton of stuff to like talk about, you guys. Like Starting off, just because big off three weeks, tons of stuff have happened. They've released a bunch of like shows for Disney Plus and Star Wars. They've released movies on HBO Max. So we were going to first dive into... We did a little tweet on it when it came out, but and this is going to be spoiler heavy. So if you guys, we're going to talk about Wonder Woman uh, 84. So if you guys have not seen it and you do not want to be spoiled, you might want to fast forward about 10 or 15 minutes um, so we don't spoil this for you because we go spoil some shit. Okay. <laughs> spoil, yes. Complain, definitely. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say complain. It was- first, of all, were you ex- first of all, let's talk about, did you like the first Wonder Woman? I did not... It is the only DC movie I think is worth watching. The Wonder Woman one? Yes. I I will say I loved it. Like when she popped in, when she burst onto the scene in Batman and Superman, I was like, I like this bitch. And her interest music, I was like, girl, get it. I'm excited about this hoe. Like I was super excited about her. And then her movie, I think her movie was slight. The first movie was just slightly a little too long. That's my only, it was was a little long. But it was a little slow. Like, they could either have sped it up a little bit yeah. or cut some out. But that is, like, nitpicking because I loved the first one. I thought it was really good. Mm-hmm. I thought, the, I thought the, the monster was a little hmm, weird. I thought it came off kind of weird, but loved it. No, I agree. And that that's my one complaint about the one. Like, I, I like the character. I like what they were doing with it. Mm-hmm. it. I like how they went back to fill in some of the missing pieces that you were wondering about from the Batman v Superman. Right. But, yeah, that my only complaint really was it was a little slow. And I like her. Oh, she's gorgeous. I think they cast her perfectly. Me too. Um, and, I mean, she... Uh, for lack of a better term, I, she filled out. Like, you know, she was in Fast and the Furious. She played the Russian um, kind of hitman role. Where? <laughs> what? You never watched her in Fast and Furious? <laughs> no. Yeah, she was one of the main people in Fast and Furious. I've seen one Fast and the Furious movie. That was the first one. That was the only one I ever played on watching. Oh, my God. She was in... Oh, I'm trying to think of the one, the first one she was in. Um, Fast and the Furious, 80, 88. No, I think she had number five. <laughs> Fast and the Furious, the B fifty twos. Sure, but no. So she was in that, and she was very skinny, very gorgeous. Like, but yes, she has definitely taken on the role of Wonder Woman, and I think done a great job. Like, she put on muscle, she filled out, she she became what she needed to become mm-hmm. to play that character. Okay. Now, when they talked about Wonder Woman eighty four, I was like, I'm on board for this. First of all. 80s come at it i'm i mean i'm in it i'm in it i'm on board but you like the fashion of the 80s i don't love the fashion of the 80s i just love anything 80s because 80s were 80s were i'm amazing. surprised you haven't had a bought a fanny pack yet well 
Mm. Yeah, I, I just feel like it's a little weird. But 80s, I was young in the 80s, so I don't really mm. remember the 80s. So I feel like now when I see 80s, I'm like, this is my chance to like immerse myself into it. But regardless, I was excited about it. Just, not just because it was 80s, but I was excited for the second movie because I really liked the first one. Okay, so you were excited for it. How right. did you, did you, you watched it, right? I watched it. And when I say I, after watching it, I was like, okay, okay. All right. Okay. Yeah. I mean, creative liberties, you know, I'm like, "Mm." but the more I sat with it, the more I was like, oh, I'm falling into some holes. I'm falling into some deep holes. Mm -hmm. Like this this is like, like deep, like deep space nine black holes type shit is what I'm getting sucked into after thinking about the movie for, for a little bit. So, but I mean, it was like, it was set up so beautifully. Kristen Wiig. Come on, who doesn't love her? Oh my god, um, her character was great. Um, um, Pedro Pascal, come on! I was not expecting him. I didn't know he was in it. I didn't know he was in it either. So yeah, so I was like, oh girl, come on, we got heavy hitters in this ship, heavy hitters. So I was really excited about it. Um, were you at all excited about it? I was. Like I said, out of all, I, we know, we know, I am not a DC fan. I am yes. much more yes, Marvel leaning. However, I like it, and not because she's a pretty girl. Yeah, she is very attractive. Yeah. I do not want to belittle it as small of a thing as mm-hmm. it's because she's attractive. No, I, out of all the DC characters, I think Wonder Woman is the most entertaining. It's the most lighthearted. I don't like the heavy, deep stories that Batman is going to tell, so I like Wonder Woman a little bit better. I think it's one of the first ones, one of the, mo- one of the first that are fresh, and I think also because it was just new. True. Like, we've done, as much as I love Henry Cavill as Superman, we've done Superman a couple, like, two or three times. Batman, as much as I love the Christopher Nolan versions, we've done it, like, three or four exactly. times. Exactly. She she's the first one in a while where it was like, boom, she's new. Yeah, they hadn't done, like, like The Flash. I know they're, they're talking about doing a Flash movie, but they've done a Flash TV show. Like, we, we've been right. given that character. Wonder right. Woman is, you've never had it. Right, she's fresh. It's a nice new taste. Exactly. Um, but yes, I, I was excited. I liked the first one, mm-hmm. minus the speed. I was like, oh, maybe they've heard that complaint. Maybe they'll kind of like speed this one up. They'll have their timing. It ha- Hopefully, it'll be just as good as the first one. Right. But however... Yeah. I, the first one was good. Yes. It was not great. It was not along the lines of some of the other movies I enjoy. Yeah, yeah I agree. This one was not as good as the first one. No, it was not. Not at all. No. I have no. so many questions. Now, I'm, I, th- I do think the length was good. I think it was still two, over two hours. Yes. But I, do, I did feel like the pacing of the movie did move faster than the first one. I do feel that. Because I remember, I remember watching the first one and liking it, but being like, at a certain point, I was like, really? Where's Act 3? What are we doing here? Like, I was now, like, come on. Now, and, let me ask you, because that was one of my complaints that I, after sitting with it, how many days elapsed? In this movie. I don't know. Three, four, five. Three, four, five. And you have a gentleman who is flying from United States to India, Afghanistan, Iraq, and back, which are at least 12-hour flights each flight. But it was like a fighter jet. Hers was. The the uh, oh, Lords Max was Lords. not. Max Lords. And she was always behind Lords. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't get that either. The, 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 There's some timing stuff. Yes, the timing was, oh, it, it drove me insane. After I said it, I was like, wait, they just, and then, what? No. See, I didn't no. think about that too much. Like, Because for me, timing, I'm kind of like, mm, that's the kind of stuff I think about last. The the My biggest thing with it, my biggest thing that I didn't really think about until after 
was obviously we all know Chris Pine returns in this movie. We know this. Sort of. We we knew it in the, in the, we, I mean if you it's been spoiled. We all know he was returning. He kind of returns. So but the but I just didn't understand why they returned him in that way. Like why would you return him into the body of someone else? That doesn't make any sense to me. No. And then my other thing about that was like, are we just forgetting about handsome guy? Like, I actually think he was credited as handsome guy. And I'm like, where's his mom? Does he have a job? Like, uh, does he have a pet that he has to look after? And you guys just, you, you basically used his body for however many days you wanted to and didn't even give a second thought to his life, which is like that. What, how was that not the moral dilemma that was in the movie to me? The moral dilemma, what was the fact that, oh, wait, you know, if you wish for something, there's a, there's a consequence. No, the moral dilemma is that, yeah, he's sucking the life out of somebody else's body right now. I mean, I, I, um, that that was my main thing. That whole thing was a whole. Trust me, that's one of the other things I had a, a comment or something like. Yeah, what? it was just weird. Um, like, why do it that way? I don't know. It was an unnecessary script complication. I, I complication. think they did it that way just for the line later in the movie where... Um, Lord says, do you want to be a real boy? I can bring you back completely. Just for that one line. I yeah. think they did that. But like, how about we just cut that line? Like, <laughs> I just don't get it. I mean, I, I, I did like the idea of, I did like the idea of Kristen Wick's character. Mm-hmm. Um, do I like how it ended up with that? No. I thought that was weird. Because um, the, other, the other villain, obviously, is Cheetah. Which... I get you have to bring in some of her villains, and I think Cheetah was probably one of the easier ones to fit in there. But you know, it would have you know it would have maybe believed that a little bit more. What is if like we got to see her room or her office, and she just had cheetahs everywhere? Like she's like like if she at a certain point, her and Diana just she just waxes poetic about cheetahs. She's like, have you ever seen a cheetah? The cheetahs are majestic. Like you know that to me would have been like great. I get it. Foreshadowing. I'm getting the fact that she loves cheetahs. I mean... And this makes sense that she's the cheetah now. But the jacket she wore when she saved Lords of the White House was cheetah print. She wanted to be a, a, a top-tier predator. They, 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 they tried to do what you're trying to say, right, but, but they, they didn't. Do didn't. Enough. Exactly. That's what I was doing. I was like, now, I mean, like... Does she have posters of unicorns or something? I don't know. But that that was one of my other complaints. Now, do I think that Christine Wee did a great job acting? Yeah. I, do I think that Pedro Pascal did a good job acting. It was a little over the top, but I think that that's him. He is over the top. He's like I think he he took that to the he took that to the extreme. Uh, do I think his character was a little ridiculous? Yeah. Well, okay. The acting was one of the redeeming factors. Yes. I think the acting was done well. And, why didn't she use her shield or her sword in the movie? I, I just know. thought about that actually. I, just, I don't know. I just realized that. I don't know. Did you realize that? Yes. Trust me. Go on to now. Let, let's talk about the characters. So Lords, he is a manipulative man who's trying to con people out of money. He's he is a wannabe oil tycoon. So, a failing oil tycoon. Yes. So the main enemy is this stone, the Dreamstone, where it can grant your wishes. But it's the whole, be careful what you wish for, you mm-hmm. know, it goes bad, blah, 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 blah. So first off, he, spoilers, wishes to become a stone. So the stone yeah. disappears, it becomes him. At the end of the movie, when everybody is, what was the term they used? You have to... Renouncing. Yes, renounce. So he renounces his wish, which is to 
become the stone, where the fuck is the stone? Yeah, like where does it go? Yes. Girl, I don't know. On top of, obviously, I, I guess the magic from the stone was taking its tolls on him, which is why he was like... Dying? Yes, but then like he had, was taking his vitamins before, so was he sick before? Like I don't know. I was so confused on yeah, what they wanted to do with it. I'm with you. And then the dramatic like monologue she gives to the world. Yeah, that was a little, that was a little on the nose. With the other thing, all you have to do to renounce your wish is say, I renounce my wish. Walk away from my boyfriend and say, I renounce you. <gasps> I have my powers back. I did think that was a really good moment, though. That moment, yeah. though, emotionally, was was a good moment. But that's the thing. And I understand that that's... I, I, I will let that part go. I understand that that's an easy out if they got renounced my wish. But think about it. If you wish for something and you got it and you had to like try give it up, just, just saying the words, I renounce the wish, is enough because you had to sacrifice whatever that was. You know, whatever wishes you got. Yeah. You know, so I understand. I understand that you can't just be like, well, I give it up. No, you have to say the words. You have to say it. But, like, if you're going to renounce, like, okay, so I wished for money. But if you're going to renounce your wish, does the money just disappear? Do you have to get back the money? Yeah. Like, okay, you so. wished back for the love of your life who's dead to renounce him. So doing that, did he die? His well, soul went back to wherever it was. Okay. Which that part I got. That part I was like, oh, his soul, whatever. Um, but yeah, I just, I, I, it's like a little bitty watch or not, I guess. But I, I do think it's, I do think it's, I, am I still excited about World War Three? Yes. I think they could, I think they could, they could write this ship and I hope they can. Yes. Depending on what they plan to do with this in the future, what other mm-hmm. events and shows and, and, and they can incorporate. Right. Yes. I, I could see a future working. Right. And I, I am I am glad though that at the beginning they went back to Themyscira. I did yeah. I did like that. Apparently, Patty Jenkins, the director, fought to keep that scene in the movie. And I don't think the scene really ties with the rest of the movie very well. But I mm-hmm. did like that we were able to see Robin Wright uh, back in there, you know, as uh, as her aunt. I think we were able to see her mother and everything. I thought it was good that we showed a little bit of her, you know, from back at the. I'm I'm glad that they went that. that and. We're not going to spoil this part, but the end credit scene, loved it, though. Loved the end credit I scene. I want to know though. what they're going to, like, what is the plan for that? I don't know. But I, I do. I, that, I actually love, I, it was a little bit of pandering, but I liked it. But I understand, I understand it was pandering, but when I saw it, I was like, I didn't care at that point. I was like, oh, y'all cute. I wasn't expecting it. I was not expecting I'm like, it. Where was this clever bullshit through this movie? Like, that was clever. That was cute. I agree. Uh, my other, hold on. I have a more point. Cause that armor, that is the most. Who fight that armor is is hard to fight in. What are you doing in that? It is it is it is obtrusive. It is like it is so big and heavy. Like why would you? Well, you assume it's it could be super light and malleable. You don't know. But the area, like if she was in like a field, great. But she was like in this small liberty ass area trying to fly around with metal wings and shit. And I'm like, girl, it's too it's too. So- this okay. is like the forum for that outfit. Like this isn't the right area. She walked into what she did was she went to the she went to a fashion restaurant in a fucking formal ass dress, which she should have just been in there in a jeans and t shirt. That is my that is my metaphor oh, for what she was in. I agree. Now let me ask one question. Did you like how they incorporated her invisible jet? I thought it was weird. I thought I thought it was it was forced. It was forced and it's out of left field, like like totally out in left field. Like how why, why was this a 
a power and she just pulled it out of her ass. But no. She's like, oh, hey, I've been trying some. Let me see. Oh, cool. Worked. I'm like, what? what? But yes, that's where I'm trying to figure out, like, are they going to be just pulling shit like that she yeah. has in her in her comic books to put in the movie? That, for me, felt like more of a pander than the end credit scene. That's why I brought Yeah. Okay. That's what I want to make sure she we was like, agree on that. I've been trying something. Let me see if it works. Do-do-do-do. Oh, look. I dream of Jeannie. Ding. Like, I'm like, okay, <laughs> what? Like, what are you doing? Like, how did... What do you mean you're working on that just randomly? Now, where's she going to park the thing? Like, where do you... Can you see... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you guys, watch it. It's... It's... It, I, it's, it's not... A, we, just, we just wanted to talk about it. That's all. I need a vent. Right. Why don't you go ahead and discuss, like, some of the um, Star Wars shows? Um, some of the Star Wars shows. So, as we know, I, we posted earlier on Twitter that, Star, that Disney came out and announced a bunch of new Marvel and Star Wars mm-hmm. series coming out. Mm-hmm. Um... Star Wars, I was shocked for. Uh, we'll we'll kind of get into a little bit more of them later as more information comes out mm-hmm. and as some of them start showing. But I mean, a making the Obi Wan Kenobi show, they finally announced that with um, Hayden Christensen coming back mm-hmm. at mm-hmm. reprising his role as Darth Vader. Or sorry, Anakin Skywalker. Um, the Ahsoka, the Ahsoka show, his yes. mentee. I, all of these shows, I'm super excited about. Here's the thing. I'm not like a Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars, Star Wars guy. I'm not either, but they're still good. But I still feel like, I feel like, I feel like diminished returns. You know, because really? like with with the because you you notice how with the movies, the movies when they came out, they were like, oh great, and then all of a sudden they just started like the yeah. quality, not not the quality and the like, like they just started to slow down, and then when they started doing the spinoffs, like I remember, was it Rogue One? Well, you gotta be. There's a couple that have been a spinoff. There's been Solo, Rogue One. Rogue there. One is the, Rogue One. I think was one of the first spinoffs. Okay, yeah. And I really liked it, even though I'm not a Star Wars person. And then I think after that, it just started to go downhill again. And I was like, so I think with these shows, you're gonna get some diminished returns with some of this. Like it's gonna be. It's almost like they're doing too much. You didn't like Childish Gambino playing. Oh no, I loved his... I loved him playing Lando Calrissian. I I, I like that, but that was the only part of that movie that I actually liked the Han Solo movie. I thought the rest of the movie was was. I didn't like it. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't think it was bad, but I didn't think it was. I, didn't, I was like, mm, this is just whatever. They're like, trying to fill in the universe because a lot of the, a lot of the Star Wars universe. And a buddy of mine from I worked with at Apple. He actually has his own podcast called Rogue Cast. I have to look mm-hmm. up the actual name and post it in the notes. Um, but that's his whole thing. They talk about Star Wars. A lot of the extended universe is book oriented, not comics, but like novels. Right, right. And they've gone back and forth and said, okay, all the stuff that was canon is no longer canon. So now they're trying to fill in now that Disney owns the IP. So it's, 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 I get, it's a lot of backfilling and trying to figure yeah. out what's canon and what's not. If they have a plan, I think it'll be fine. I just, yeah. I, I, just I, it, I mean, cause it could get a little messy. So hopefully they have a plan, but yeah, they, they do have a, a ton of stuff that, is coming out that I was just like, oh, 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 oh. Well, and they announced oh. movies, like actual yeah. movies coming to Disney Plus, which I get. Um, I think they're trying to give Star Wars the Marvel treatment, which, and I don't know if it's mapped out as well. Well, and that's the thing is the original trilogy and and and, and the prequels and the sequels, they all are centered on the Skywalker family, right? And that's no longer there. So I wonder if if you no longer incorporate. Darth Vader, Luke, Leia, Palpatine, all the ones that are involved in that family, are people going to want to come? Right. Right. Exactly. I see your point. 
So yes, I, I'm excited. I want to see where they take it because I mean, if the Star Wars shows they've already had on Disney Plus mm-hmm. are any indication of the quality, and they're bringing in directors and and people from the Marvel side of things mm-hmm. like John Favreau and and Watiti, I can't remember his name. Uh, I think it's Taiki. Taiki Watiti. Yeah, but they're bringing in people like all of that. It just I like that they're taking quality to make more quality. Well, I mean, it can look as good as it wants, but that doesn't mean it's going to be good. True. But but I, I do think your question is relevant um, to the Marvel as well, because like you said, like with, with the with the nine movies centered on the Skywalker family, and now they're like, is this stuff that's not centered on that family going to work? Marvel's going to do with the same thing in, in this phase four. It's like they don't have Iron Man to, 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 to back it up. They don't have Captain America to back up. They don't have their star players their star players are retired, you know, at this point. So Marvel's probably asking that same question with their next phase. It's like, how are we going to keep that audience without yeah. our mainstays, you know? And I feel bad because I think a lot of that, they were going to lean on Chadwick with Black Panther. And right. He was going to be the next Usher. Yeah, probably. Yeah, And now that he's dead, that's kind of fallen through. And, right. and so, yes, I think, yes, Marvel is still going to do well. They have enough in reserve. Mm-hmm. To kind of do, they have Thor still, they have Hulk still, they have all this other stuff they can work with. But yes, Marvel has set that up. They have that extra mm-hmm. material they can work with and expand on. Star Wars, I don't think it does. Unless you're a real fan and you just want to know about right. war. I mean, it's it's literally like watching a, uh, a World War II movie in space. A little bit. Yeah. Unless you're just into that genre, it may not have as big of a draw. Yeah, I'm excited. I want to see what they do with it. Yeah, I'm ex- I'm excited too. I think it'll be I think it'll be interesting to see. I'm with you. All right, all right, guys. Stay tuned for this week's review. Hey, hey, everybody! Welcome back to season two. Our first episode this week or this year. Sorry, season. What are we calling this? Year, uh, season 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 and year both okay. yay Ooh. our first episode we are looking at disney plus original the mandalorian as if you guys couldn't see us telegraph that bullshit talking about all that star wars crap i was trying to sit there and be like we're not going to mention that the you know lords from wonder woman is in the mandalorian no pedro pascal yes so we're gonna do like just a, a little overview of season one so obviously spoiler heavy if you haven't seen season one shame on you, you um uh, we will, uh, and then, uh, I don't know, I just had a brain fart. <laughs> but then we're going to review season two. <laughs> yeah. Man. It's literally what we do. So, again, um, so season one, I know what to expect. I don't know the whole, I don't know anything about The Mandalorian or about Boba Fett or any of that stuff. So, for me, I watched it completely blind. So did I. So, I think it was, and what, what, what made me watch it, honestly, was the fact they said Pedro Pascal was in it. Because, obviously, him, I loved him from... Game of Thrones. Yes. Playing Prince Oberyn. And um, he was also an episode of Buffy. What episode of Buffy? Season four, episode one. Okay. Season four, episode one. It was called Freshman. It was when she went to college mm-hmm. and she met this cute boy outside. And it was Pedro Pascal. And then like he got killed uh, and got turned into a vampire. You're welcome. Um, so. Okay. <laughs> he, you can bring everything back to Buffy. 
I, I can. I, it, should, it should no longer be six degrees of Kevin Bacon. It should be six degrees of Buffy the Vampire Slayer. We can make that because a game. Because there's people. Amy Adams, co- come on. Come with it. Look, we, we can make that a thing if you want in this random... I can pick an actor from like these shows and we can do that. We're going to have to do that one day. Okay, great. Uh, Pedro Pascal, easy. Uh, wait, how did that work? You have to be in it with somebody though, don't you? Yeah, you could be in it like he could be in Game of Thrones, which had Amelia Clark, which she was in, blah blah blah. And you oh, can, you can yeah. that might be harder actually. Yeah, but see, you can you need to get to Buffy within six steps or less. Yeah, I could just say he was in it. <laughs> That's really it. Okay, I always don't know how six degrees of Kevin Bacon works. So, regardless, um, yeah, I was very pleasantly surprised by season by the by the show because I didn't know. What it was about, I didn't know what this whole Mandalorian thing was. This is the way. Uh, so I was completely like, to me, I liked it because it was almost like Wonder Woman. It was fresh. I was like, I don't nothing mm-hmm. about this. It has nothing to do with the Skywalkers. I mean, not it doesn't have anything to do with the Skywalkers, you know, from what we can see. So I was like, this is kind of cool. This is different. Yeah, I really like that it didn't continue. Like everything you've seen in Star Wars is all Jedi oriented. Right. So I like that they brought in an aspect or some part of the story or world that wasn't. They brought in the bounty hunters, brought in the Mandalorians. Now they brought that in other shows. Right. Um, I don't know if you've ever watched like Rebels or some of the cartoon. No, shows. I've seen those on Disney Plus, but I haven't watched them. There was a there was a, a big, I'll say side plot where they talked about Mandalore. Like the the girl in season two. The one who's trying to find the sword. Bo-Katan. Yes. She is, I believe, in Rebels. So I believe yes. they brought her in as from that character. Right. I think Oksana's in uh, Clone Wars, I think. Yeah, I think so. Um, but yeah, I was, I, I did like that it was, that it was this new thing. And then you add Baby Yoda. And I was like, I know this is like, first of all, again, can we say, can we say that... They totally stole uh, Gizmo's look. You need to be careful because my wife loves Baby Yoda. She actually has a Baby Yoda doll. I might say there's anything wrong with Baby Yoda because I love Baby Yoda. Okay. But I was really like, he looked like fucking Gizmo from the Gremlins from oh, the he 80s. Does. Now, I said that before, but now I'm going back and I'm like, well, Star Wars was in the 70s. Mm-hmm. But, so, but Yoda was grown up. You know, whatever. So I think they stole Baby Yoda's look from the Gremlins, but did the Gremlins steal their look from Yoda? I don't know. But they they look similar to me. And, they but, do. but yeah, but I was like, to me, when Baby Yoda showed up, I was like, uh, what is this thing? I'm on board. So let's just quickly give a little rundown. So season one, Mandalorian is a bounty hunter. He is tasked with seeking out this asset. Yes. We'll call it. Um What's the group he worked? The guild? I forget. I can't remember either. Because it, it, it kind of dissolves at the end of season one. Right. Uh, but he's, yeah, he's, he's tasked with finding the asset, Baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. Um, he finds it and for some reason grows a conscious at the end of the first couple episodes and retrieves Baby Yoda and then takes under his wing to kind of protect him. Right. So the rest of season one. This is the way. <laughs> We're going to say that quite a few times. I'm sorry. Is him protecting Baby Yoda Trying to figure out who to give it to, finding some of its own kind. Right, exactly. Whether that's its own breed or yeah, whatever Yoda he, is. Yeah, we don't know what's going on or, or where he needs to be returned to. So he's spending mm-hmm. a lot of time trying to find clues to figure out where 
where to take Baby Yoda and also trying to figure out what Baby Yoda's deal is and why everybody wants him so bad. Yes. So, yeah. So then season one ends with the, with the showdown with Moff Gideon, yes. who's played by the incomparable... Um, how do you not know his name? I just had it. I just lost it. I just had it. It was from it the was boys in, season two. Yes, Giancarlo Esposito. He is in everything. He shows up in everything. Do you know he's? I actually think he's going to be a voice in the new PS5 game of Far Cry Six. Really? Or an actual character? Ooh. I think I saw a thing about it and looked like him, so I'm assuming it's him. Regardless, yes. So he is everything he's in from when he was in Breaking Bad way back then as Gus Fring to everything Giancarlo Esposito touches, I'm like, I'm on board with you, dude. So when he popped open, I was like, girl, Moff Gideon with that cape and that sword? You get, I might be on your side. Can I get a ride on that shit? <laughs> can, um, we have a, can we have lunch later? I'll call you. Now, let me ask. Before we go into season two, when you were watching season one, did you have any idea where in the timeline this, fit, this fits? No. Have you looked that up? No. I did. So it is... After the original trilogy, I think it's five years after they destroyed the the Death Star 2 in the original trilogy, 20 to 23 years before the new trilogy that just came out with Rey. The Kylo Ren and and, and Rey. So it's right in that time frame between those two series. Hmm. So that's why um, I was so confused. I was like, I thought they were talking about the new order or whatever Mm -hmm. Kylo Ren starts, Mm -hmm. but no, no. This is still the remnants of the Empire that Luke Skywalker in. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know that at all. Yeah. So that's for clarification, we're in that time frame. Right. Yes. So I'm I'm with you. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. I thought I thought it was good. I thought it was, I thought it was great action. It gave you that old school Star Wars like pew, 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 pew. Oh, it was it was one hundred percent like a Western Star Wars, yeah. yes. Just phasers not phasers, blasters. Set your phasers to stun. Wait, is that Star Trek? That is Star Trek. They will Mm. people will get mad at you oh my god <laughs> i am not a trekkie but i know some people who will get very aggressive over that i'm sorry i didn't know <laughs> jesus christ they are guys. blasters calm down <laughs> <laughs> are you sure you didn't say say your face just done in star wars no no they didn't did chris pine say it in star trek yes did he yes okay Whatever. It's or fine. maybe it was Spock. Maybe it was his. I'll buddy. defer to you. I, I, I was, I, it is not a Star Are Wars. Are you thing. saying I'm a nerd compared to you? Maybe. This is a whole other conversation. It depends on the thing because I'm a Buffy nerd, but you might be. You're. I might be a nerd of a different type. Fair enough. Uh, so, again, season season one ended. We had that droid that sacrificed its life to help Baby Yoda get away, and then that's where. Um, we also find out that Baby Yoda has powers. Yes. And they're like, what the fuck was that light show? And then he like passed down and he's like, and that, which was cute. Uh, oh, it's adorable. But yeah, but then that's where he goes off and he's like, basically rides off into the sunset with Baby Yoda and is like, we're going to figure out what's going on with you, sir. Um, side note, do you know who voiced that android who died or the robot who died? No. The, um, I can't think of his name, the, the director of Thor, Watiti. Oh, really? That's him. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. So John Favreau, the director of some of the Iron Mans, mm-hmm. and like I said, the guy from like they're bringing them in to Star Wars. They might as well. They 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 did really good with Marvel. I'll say. All right. So. So season two. Yes. So you guys again. Uh, this was I think this finale on December eighteenth, which is why we didn't cover it at the end of season one uh, of our podcast. But uh, obviously, we're going to discuss that. So. Um, we talked about season one. Obviously, we both really enjoyed it. What were some of the things that you... Were there, was there anything that you didn't like about this new season? 
Well, so let's, I, I guess let's kind of approach this as we normally do. The characters that were in season one, so the Mandalorian, Baby mm-hmm. Yoda, um, the 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 drop I forgot trooper, her name. yeah, um, and the the guild's lead guy, right, are all N- still Moff Gideon. No, 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 not not Moff Gideon. The other black guy in the show. Oh, uh, I know his real name. I just don't know his name. Which I thought show. was Lando for like two hot seconds. No, no, that now Billy D. Williams. Don't get confused I, for two seconds. That's not Billy D. No, it's not. But yes, they're all still in there. Um, they introduce a couple new characters. Nobody kind of super big or important to my opinion besides. Yeah, uh, it was uh, Cara Dune. Thank you. And then uh, it was Carl Weathers who played Grief Karga. Okay. Um, but yes, the only big character I was not expecting to come up in season two, and I'm sorry for spoilers, Boba Fett. I'm happy they brought oh, Boba Fett back. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. the only real new character. Yeah, and then I mean, obviously we we um we have it's probably out now, but you guys know that Bill Katan shows up, yeah. uh, played by the amazing Katie Sackhoff. I love Katie Sackhoff. Mm-hmm. I've been a fan of her since so she played Starbuck on Battlestar Galactica way back yeah. in the early two thousands, late two thousands. That reboot, she did amazing in that. She's done amazing in uh, I want to say Lone Star or Lo- Longmore. She she's done a couple other shows, right. but I love her. Um, and then also uh, Ahsoka. Company. Yes, played by Rosario Dawson, who is probably who's, who is sucking on the same milk that um, Angela Bassett sucking on because she looks amazing all the fucking time. Um, also, another Marvel character they brought in from Daredevil, Luke Cage, all the little Defenders series mm-hmm. that she is now in Star Wars. Yeah, has her own series. Apparently, it pays well to do well with Marvel and Disney. Yeah, she is. Absolutely amazing when she comes oh, yes. in. She she does great. And like I said, I know nothing about that character. I know nothing about Bo Katan. But both those actresses did amazing. And then we also can't we cannot forego talking about um we missed her in the first season, but she comes back in the second season, Ming Na Wen, who yes. uh has been around forever. Um she's been in um again with the Marvel. She was in Agents of Shield. Mm-hmm. Um she's been in a ton of stuff. So oh, yeah. they are just they have so they have just such a great, well rounded cast. Of just people that I just don't think you you just can't get any better. Well, the fact that they've done well in so many other things that weren't Mandalorian and their acting is, in my mind, a little bit incomparable. Like, it's good. Like, you're not going to get much better actors for these roles. Right. Um, But yes, so. Like, they had Bryce Dallas Howard was in it. Did you know that? No. Who was he? She. She, sorry. Bryce Dallas Howard. She was. Now I'm mad because I can't figure out who she was, but um. I'm sorry. I'm taking like a little moment here, like while you're looking that up. But yes, so the characters, a lot, there, there were a couple new ones, but a lot of them they they delved deeper into the storylines, and I liked that. Um, what I liked was they did in season two. They still kind of kept it away from Jedi. Sorry, she wasn't in, and she directed a couple episodes. Oh, get your okay. shit together, girl. Um, but yes, I, I like that it kept it away from the Jedi. I like that it was still kind of like a Western feel that they 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 set there and they they really are highlighting the Mandalorian aspect, the mm-hmm. bounty hunter, the other side of what like the outlaws of this world and realm. Right. Um, I I I, well, I didn't like. I do remember the first couple, like the first two or three episodes, or maybe episode two or three. I was kind of like, these feel like they felt like filler to me. A little. Um, not, did not, you see? Uh, did you see? Uh, Appa 
from Kim's Convenience. Yeah. I was I like, did. oh my God, it's Appa. Oh, I know. I got so excited. The moment I came, I was like, oh, it's Appa. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like I thought a couple of episodes were, felt, they felt a little bit like filler. Because I was like, well, we're, because after like a few, two or three episodes, I was like, okay, where are we going with this season? Mm-hmm. And then it finally ramped up. So the, if I had to say there was a dislike, that would be one of them. I do think that there were a couple of filler episodes that was kind of like, and they were at the beginning. So I was, I didn't feel as, as interested at the beginning as I did. Well, if that makes sense. I kind of had the same feeling with season one. Season one, and this is where, again, what I talked about in the intro to this is, is there going to be a community for this kind of world when you go away from the Skywalker family? Mm-hmm. So me not knowing anything about the extended universe of Star Wars, me coming in blind, I had to kind of figure out what am I looking at here? And I think right. the first season started slow. And... and Emily and I have watched I think I it, agree. And you had to get to like two or three before it kind of ramped yeah. up. Same thing with season two. Yeah, I do feel the same with season two. So that that's probably my only real um, real complaint about it was that it did kind of do that. And then I guess what I did like about it is that they brought in these characters that nobody that that are huge characters, Bo-Katan and oh, Oksana yeah. and stuff like that and Boba Fett. And what I liked about it was I think that I think that this if you some movies and some TV shows will bring in from somebody else, they'll bring in a character and they want to explain their entire backstory and do all of that. And I do like that this show was like, if you want to know the backstory, go look it up. Well, like that, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go through that in this show. If you, you, if you want to know who this person is so bad, go figure it out. And I like that they kind of left it up to us to figure that out instead of just trying to explain the whole backstory of this person, you know. Well, and I like the fact that, like I said earlier, again, like Ahsoka, she was in Clone Wars, so the, a lot of her backstory is in a different show. The the girl who was fighting for the Black Saber, her backstory is in Rebels. Like mm-hmm. there are other shows to fill in that. So I love that John Favreau with this one was like, you know what? I'm not filling in their backstory. There's backstory elsewhere. Yeah, go find it. Like I, yeah. I do, I do like that they trust their audience to do that. And I mean, because the whole thing is like, if somebody comes through and they're complaining, they're like, who the hell was this character? And they just dropped it out of nowhere. It's like, okay, well, you know what? There's tons of material for you to go read. Exactly. Go do the reading. Did you do the reading before you came to class? <laughs> You did not, so you're missing shit, okay? So go do the reading, and then come back to me and have questions. No, did you notice, and this was, it wasn't a complaint, but it was something I noticed. Season one, the CGI, I feel like because they were trying to test the waters and see if this was going to do well, that they didn't really invest a lot into the scenery and the CGI and the world, and it was kind of subpar, like not what you would expect from like a Star Wars movie, but like season two the spaceships, the worlds, the big open panning shots. I feel like it grew and and like you got the same mentality you or the same kind of feel you would from like one of the new Star Wars, like The Force Awakens. It's almost like their budget was increased all of a sudden. Yes. Like when you watch Game of Thrones, all of a sudden you're like, yeah, this, this ain't great no more. <laughs> like what happened to the like, footage? Like y'all filled out this whole side y'all never yeah, exactly. panned to before. Yesterday. That was over there? Last season, y'all was using fake ferns. This year, y'all uh, in the in the jungle with fucking cameras and shit. Exactly. Like, yes. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know if I noticed that, but I get what you're saying. And and I think it was because I watched it so close back to back. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, right now that might be why. Yes, I know. I know the next season's projected for next holiday season. Mm-hmm. So I'm hoping it comes out a little sooner. I'm hoping they don't wait till next like November to put out the Mandalorian season three. Yeah. But yes, because I watched season one and season two like no break. Right. I think I noticed definitely the budget completely went up mm-hmm. and the quality and, and it, but it, it helps. Yeah. 
It does. With the immersion of it all. Right. Exactly. I'm with you on that. Um, and I think um, I did like this, the story to me felt a, felt a little bit more like it had a, like it, it felt more uh, cohesive. Yes. In the second season. It definitely felt a lot more cohesive, um, which I really enjoyed because I, I, I walked in, I came in knowing this is what we're doing. This is the goal. Mm-hmm. This is what's happening. And I did really, really enjoy that. Uh, that's some really, really good fight scenes. Yes. Really good. Bill Burr pops in from nowhere. Hello. Like, like they, it's, it's like, it's like they were like, you know what? Who can we get? And they were the casting and a lot of the casting for a lot of these characters, I will say is extremely, extremely spot on. And this is me knowing no background to a lot of these characters. Mm-hmm. It was just spot on. Moff Gideon, I don't know if he's in any other stuff, but like casting Giancarlo Esposito as him, amazing. Oh, uh, yes. Casting that, um, Casting um, Ming-Na Wen, put, just putting her in it, amazing. Uh, Katie Sackhoff, Rosario Dawson. This season actually was to the girls, the women. Oh, yeah. Like, these women, I mean, women get shit. What was that at? What was that on? Women get shit done. Was that on something? It was on the boys. Yeah. Uh, this, was, this was totally a women get shit done moment. The, the, the scene, and, and there's not as a little bit of a story, when they're storming Moff Gideon's ship, and it's just the women charging in. Yeah. Like, yes. But I'm so glad they, they did, like, they did go oh it's all the women you know but yeah. to be fair there's really only like one man in this whole show well okay a so- oh my god tracy Ullman popping in this season out of nowhere <laughs> like i'm sorry i'm just like there were so many like you're just realizing people- like he was here he yeah he was here, it's just so this person? and she was a cute little comedic moment like i'm like they just were like it was just not necessarily casting of the characters, just specifically the cast. Not not just saying, oh, we brought in Bo-Katan or Aksa or any of that stuff. It is the people, the caliber of actors they brought in and what they did with the characters to me was just like, no matter how big or small, amazing. Well, and I like the fact that they were able to make me feel for a man that you've seen his face three times. Maybe. It just, just a man that all you do is hear his voice and a baby that all you that all you hear is coo yeah like the fact that you made me care for that relationship as deeply as i did well done yeah i think uh i think that's a great credit to to pedro pascal and and to to be able to do that with a voice that is muffled not muffled but it's distorted yes it is um and with obviously no face be able to be able to see that person's face it's it's great for the acting it's amazing for the writing it's it really is like you really have to focus on the little things to really bring that relationship and to really do that like that is masterful in 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 my opinion well and to think about that he's not playing off another actor he is playing off a puppet right like what that's how good pedro pascal is that's why we we, I, i think he does he needs to he deserves um amazing credit for everything that he's done um, so let me ask, are we announcing Bay of the Week? Bay of the Week. I was going to say there's two Bay of the Weeks. Okay. Who's your first? I'm going to say, as much as I, I liked season one, mm-hmm. but I will say what, what kept me into it was Baby Yoda. I was like, yes. what is this thing? How is he going to get... He is what kept me... He is what in- grabbed me in season one. Yes. So to me, Baby Yoda is definitely Bay of the Week. But in season two, I feel like what kept me hooked was Pedro Pascal and his acting, how much they allowed him to do. Get on my brain. 
just get get out of my like, head. As much as I would like to say Bay of the Week was like Rosario Dawson because she was so good, or because it, or, or Katie Sackhoff because she was so good, or you know, it's just oh, there I are know. so many to choose from. But I have to say that those two characters, as even though they're the main characters, again, I know we we don't like to do that because it's kind of an easy way out. Yeah, but. Just for reasons that we said, the fact that we all love Baby Yoda and he is basically an inanimate object, and we love the connection that Pedro Pascal has with him, and we don't see his face or hear his actual voice through ninety five percent of that of of both seasons, mm-hmm. you cannot deny that though that is what's holding this this not not to say that they weren't there that the show would go down or anything like that, but it wouldn't be able to be it wouldn't be it wouldn't soar as high for me if those if those things weren't in it. Oh. I- 100% you literally are in my head saying exactly what I was going to say you're if you welcome. didn't say it. You're welcome. Oh, 100% agree. Yeah. I, I wish I could give it to the whole cat. I really wish I could give it to like. But I feel like like you say there's two, but I feel like there's such like a strong pair together. They mm-hmm. have to go together. Yeah. Um. So, yes. So, Bay of the Week, Baby Yoda, Mandalorian. It's, it's like a once each is a side of the coin. You have to have them both. Yes. Yes. Um. But all this said and done, what's your final verdict? Obviously, guys, watch this shit. It it really is good, and I think it's good for people like for me who's not a Star. I honestly, please don't kill me. I don't think I've actually seen the original three Star Wars all the way through. I've seen pieces. They're long. Yeah, movies. I've seen. I think I've seen pieces to be able to piece it all together. Yeah, but. I don't think I've ever, so I'm not, I, when I watch the Star Wars movies, it's because I'm going with somebody else who loves it. Or because I'm like, oh, it's a movie, you know, obviously I'll watch it. So I don't understand all the lore. Pop but, culture also kind of plays yeah, a little bit in it. But for someone who doesn't, who knows nothing about it, I love the first season. I love the second season. It's definitely worth the time to watch it. I agree. 100%. Watch it. You need to see the first season to get yes. the build. Like I, Sometimes we say you can skip the first season or get a recap. No, no, no. Watch the first season, watch, watch the second season, um, and for those people who are die-hard Star Wars fans, I'm sure you already know what happens in season two. But just watch season two because the last episode. <gasps> oh guys, my god, it's really good. Oh my god, it's really good. There, there's many gasp-worthy moments all yes. throughout season two. I think season one, I spent a time trying to figure out what was going on. I was like, hmm. This is really good. I like this. I like this a lot. But season two, I was like, I was like, oh, oh, oh. Mostly, where we're most where most Star Wars people will be because of the because of the characters. Exactly. For me, it was like it was the actors. I was like, oh, yes. There I love was, that she's getting work. There was one episode when I was watching Emily. We were literally sitting there, and Emily like had her like hood pulled up. I was like, no, no, no. You 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 go. No, no. Like she was doing that while the show was going. I'm like. She's invested. It's almost like a movie in a way. Yes. It's almost like a really long, like really long movie that it's that it's just that seamless. Oh, it's to me. It is amazing. And that's why as per our previous conversation, I'm excited to see Star Wars being built out in Disney Plus. Because if this is any indication of what they can do with it, right. I'm excited to see what they do with it. Agreed. I'm with you. All, All right. right. You got well, you guys. Thanks for tuning in to our first episode of season two. Oh I hope you God. also do theme music. I was like, did y'all notice all the new little tweaks that we had? New theme music, new graphics on the socials. Get in line, y'all. We coming up in the world. <laughs> well, thank you guys for tuning in. Uh, we will see you guys next week. All right. Bye. You've been listening to Watch or Not with Jay and MJ. 
Interact and give us suggestions on what to watch at watchornotpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at watchornot underscore pod. And on Instagram at watchornotpod. Huge shout out to Bradley Parsons. Thank you for creating our theme music. And subscribe and leave a review wherever you download podcasts. Don't make us come for you. Thank you.